Welcome to the only show bringing cops and the community together for some real talk and some real listening. This is uncut. This is uncensored. This is Black and Blue Live. Welcome everybody to Black and Blue Live. How y'all doing out there? What's going on, young lady? This is our show. Unmute yourself. Been a minute. I'm back. I'm back. What's up? Yeah, we back. You back. You weren't here for the last one, so it's all good. It's all good. Glad to have you back here on this uh, special edition we're going to have for everybody here. So thank you for joining us here, everybody, on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and Periscope. This is our year-end special edition, and thank you for joining us here on this conversation we're going to have some fun today because we're going to talk about everything that happened in 2020. It was a lot, wasn't it? Oh, my goodness. Oh, <laughs> 2020. Oh, 2020. 2020. Yeah. Lord. <laughs> it, it came in no sooner than right Man. now. It needs to be over. It needs to be over. But we'll, we'll talk about all that. So uh, what, what you been up to? How, how was your holidays? Holidays were good. Um quiet but like wonderful with family and stuff so it was good how about you uh we good we you know we had a had a some uh some visitors over or visitor just my mom came over and you know the family nice. time and we did all that so it was all good and uh you know i've been working on this background back here you see that i, I love it i love it yeah it's, it's still a work in progress but you know i, I gotta represent you know uh got all the things that, that i like and near and dear to me you know i got the the dj turntable got you know comic books and police and movies and all music everything you got a little bit everything i'm eclectic you know you got books up there you smart exactly you you know we're not a monolith as we say you know black folks ain't a monolith so that's right so again i hope everybody uh is going to enjoy this conversation today we 2020 has got a lot to unpack and we're going to get to it right now so uh our first topic of today of 2020 and, and, and make sure you guys send in your comments and your questions. This is going to be a uh, audience participation uh, sort of broadcast here today. So make sure you send those in and we're going to have some fun today. Right. So our first yeah. topic, uh, we, we got our first comment here from a hey, on Facebook. Hey, hey, good. Good. <laughs> What's up with you guys? We're good. Thank you. Yes, no, thank you. No. Yeah. It's all good. Hello, and Kathy, yes. Fontenot says, hello, all. Thank you for joining us as well. And, uh, Lashana Potts. Hey, Detroit. From Detroit. Detroit. <laughs> Yes, that's I've never been to Detroit, but you know I'm I'm originally from Columbus, Ohio. That's right up uh, the lakes there. So, well, right. I like Motown. Does that count? Yeah, so we all okay. love Motown. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, that counts. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, our first topic of today, we got to talk about what's been hitting us in the U.S. and all over the world, and we know what that is, right? That's got to be this coronavirus. 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 Uh, so, let, so let, 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 me, let us take it back to uh, January of 2020. That was back in January 21st is the first confirmed case of coronavirus here in the United States. That was up in Santa Clara County, uh, California, which is, you know, where we reside in, in California here. So, but that's in NorCal, you know, that, that, that don't count for us. We, we in SoCal, but at any rate, um, yeah. What, what you think about, uh, how's Corona been affecting your life? 
I hate coronavirus. So I'm actually, yeah, the Rona, I'm actually recovering from Rona. Um, so that was a very uh, painful and uncomfortable and unpleasant journey and scary. So um, shout out to all of those who um, caught COVID-19 and recovered. Prayers to families who lost loved ones. Um, super heartbreaking and just a continual prayers to those that are just trying to stay healthy. Wear a mask. Stop it. Yeah. Wear a mask. Yes, yes, definitely. So we, we got to talk about how coronavirus changed all of our lives. And uh, the first one here was, uh, of course, social distancing. Yeah. Um, we all had to learn how to social distance six feet apart. You know, yes. right now, the two of us, we kind of a little more than six feet apart. You know, you at your spot, I'm at mine. But we all had to learn to social distance. Yeah. And we, we also had to learn how to wear these masks, as you mentioned a little bit ago. You, you got any blinged out masks? I have two blinged out masks. I have a couple other ones that, uh, yeah, that, that yeah. say that. But I'm okay with social distancing. I, I keep your space. Yeah, thank you, JJ, <laughs> on YouTube. Uh, what's up, guys? We good? Uh, just trying to unpack 2020. Crystal D on uh, YouTube as well says hi. Crystal D in Chicago. All right, shot time now. in the house. The shy, the shy. So yeah, so uh, Wordles and uh, Warren Stewart, uh, Stewart Jr. says, "Hey, Detective Green. Hey." hey. So, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, you got to you got to wear those masks uh, in 2020 because we got to keep each other safe. Uh, you mentioned that you you recover, and I think I had I did have coronavirus back when all this started back in March, and uh, you know I I personally didn't uh, you know have to go to the hospital. I didn't, uh, I don't know anybody that has, has died from it. Our department, we work for the same department, you and I, and, uh, our department has been hit pretty hard lately. Um, but nobody's, nobody's perished because of it. And, you know, thank God for that. Uh, yeah, that is a blessing. You know, anybody personally yourself that's, uh, either had to be hospitalized. I did not have anyone personally, um, pass from Corona. I do know people that have been hospitalized, um, a few of my family members, a few uh, people in my community. Um, and I had some friends and some extended family that have lost loved ones. So yeah. it is very yeah. real. This is not a hoax. Um, this yeah. is not for play. This is a very, very real, real virus that is going on. It is not yeah. the end of the world, but it is affecting our world. Yeah, totally 100. And, uh, you know, with that, what happened here, uh, Kathy Fournette says uh, nothing to play with. And, and we, no, <laughs> we definitely know that. Don't play with that. Lynn Taylor says, yes, we're praying for all affected. And absolutely. So uh, with that, with uh, what happened with coronavirus and wearing a mask, we also also definitely had mass protests. We had people out there protesting, you know, this is my body, my right. Uh, you don't. the government doesn't have the right to tell me to wear a mask. What, what do you guys out there think about that? Uh, you know, what, what do you think about that, Lizzie? <laughs> Let me say this. Let me just preface this whole today's show. I'm going to say what I say. Don't at me. I meant what I said. You don't have to like it. Really? You don't have to love it. But I'm going to say what I'm going to say about everything we talk about today mm -hmm. <laughs> with the love of the Lord. <laughs> but um, I, you don't have to wear a mask. But in the fact that you don't have to wear a mask, you also have to respect the rules and the laws and the statutes that are set in place of other people. So your rights don't get to infringe on mine. And, no. and what I mean by that is if you don't want to wear a mask in a store, find a store that'll let you come in without wearing a mask. If you don't yeah. want to wear a mask going out, 
it is what it is. Don't be in places where it's a requirement because there will be enforcement. It just is what it is. There's no double standards. Um, and yeah, get your life together. Yeah. Uh, and, and a lot of, unfortunately, a lot of people learn the hard way and a lot of people suffered from the ignorance of others. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. And then another thing that happened because of the, uh, Hey Kevin on, uh, on YouTube. Thank you. Hey everybody. Appreciate you for joining us here. Um, uh, be sure to comment on anything that we say today. We'll, we'll be sure to get to your comments and, uh, <laughs> Kevin Anthony on YouTube says Redlands represent tongue. All right. Now, <laughs> All right. This is going to be our most commented show here today. All right. Everybody got something to say about uh, 2020. And uh, another thing that happened here was uh, also the lockdowns. We all had to yes. deal with these lockdowns. You know, California, we're going through another one right now. Other parts of the country going through lockdown. Um, you know, all the restaurants are closed. It's a big thing. It's, it's difficult because, you know, another thing here was the uh, business closures. Right. Uh the economy's suffering because of this, and we all suffering, right? But uh, you know what they say is, you know, we got to suffer all together for a better future tomorrow, right? So, um, what, what do you guys out there think about that? Uh, Lynn Taylor on Facebook says this is one time when we all have to give up the right to be right, wear a mask, and stay six feet away. All right, Amen. I totally agree with you. Yes, absolutely. Uh, but uh, and a Crystal D says that's right. Stop the foolishness. Wear that mask. Yes, I got me one. I don't need to wear it right now, but I got me one. I got me a few. And uh, yeah. working in our line of work, we definitely we definitely need, need to wear masks when we out there. Definitely. Uh, but hopefully there's some there's some relief around the corner. We got the vaccine. The vaccine. So what's that laugh about? What's that laugh about? You, no, I, are, 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 so you, are you I'm one not. of the ones that... <laughs> That are not. I'm not anti-vaccinations. Okay, I'm not okay. anti-vaccinations. I will say that um, I'm not on, in a rush to do this. I don't feel that the trials were um, as as uh, <laughs> refined and as um, defined as they needed to be for me to jump into that line. Not knocking anybody that does. If you turn into a zombie, understand it is what it is. It ain't nothing personal. But um, uh, there, there's a big deal because obviously, especially in, in black and brown communities, there's a major hesitation um, for that. And so I, I think it kind of goes with 2020 because 2020 was the year of exposure it was the year where, and I'm going to speak for America, but the world, but America really got a self-check, right? So 2020 began to expose a lot of cracks in our systems, a lot of broken places, a lot of things that we keep sleeping under, sweeping under the carpet, and we fell over it. And when we fell over it, it showed our dirty draws and everything else. So um, going back to this, now we have the hesitation and the fear from an ongoing issue with discrepancies in double standards in care for black and brown communities. And so I am very hesitant, but I'm not knocking anyone doing it. I understand that we need to find a cure. And I, I believe that there will be one. I just won't be in the first line. The, the first. Well, well, that's just like anything. You know, when you buy a car, when you buy a new device, you know, they always say don't get the first generation because they didn't quite work out the kinks. 
you know, and they got those recalls. It, it's probably going to be the same thing for these vaccines. You know, they, they still got to yeah. work out the kinks. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of people taking uh, the vaccine now, frontline workers, nurses and doctors and and police and firefighters that are taking the vaccine now. So, uh, you know, we'll see. Right. Yeah. I, 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 I find it interesting, though, that many of the photos are of African-Americans. And so um, when they start marketing it to their animals the way they are to black and brown communities, then I'll jump in there because. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And then VVV on Facebook says if, if Dr. Fauci took it, then we can. OK. Right. I think I, again, everybody should should take follow your conscience and whatever your heart says. Please do. As for me and my house, we gonna wait. We gonna stand by. Right. <laughs> stand down and stand <laughs> by. Oh no! Yeah. Where, where have I heard that? <laughs> All right, moving along. Moving along. Moving along. Our next big thing that happened in the, in twenty twenty uh, was was a heart heartbreaking, heart-wrenching death of Kobe Bryant in a helicopter cr uh, crash back on uh, January 26th of this year. Uh, we all remember that, right? I mean, that, that was today, to this day. I mean, I'm still shocked over it. What, yeah. what were you like uh, when you heard that news? It was just surreal because he was so young. Um, yeah. His daughter, his baby, the other families that were aboard, it was just so unexpected. But 2020 was so unexpected in a lot of ways, yeah. you know. I, I, mean, we, we, I didn't know what, we didn't know what 2020 had in store, but uh, you know, it that was right. that was the first shot. That was the first shot. Uh, you mentioned he and his daughter there, uh, Gianna, and then the other members of that flight that also perished with Kobe Bryant, um, yeah. and his daughter that day. So you know, hearts and and prayers go out to them as well to those families this as is well. Their first Christmas without them. So this yeah, is their yeah. first year with a lot without a lot of moments with their family. So lots of prayers yeah. to them yeah. also. Yeah. Cause I, you know, I'm a, I'm a big Laker fan uh, as I'm sure a lot of people watching this are, or maybe aren't, but uh, everybody had respect for Kobe Bryant. And, and I was just, man, just to this day, I still can't believe it. And uh, you know, but we are, and uh, his, his family seems like they're dealing with it uh, a little better. You I, know I what I, I found it interesting about his, um, death is it was a reminder more so you don't realize the impact your life has on people yeah. and so like you know for kobe he was being girl dad you know doing these things but when you looked at the outpouring whether you were a fan of him or not you can't mm -hmm. deny the impact and how people were impacted by his death and so for me it was really a a, a check like Liz, yeah. live a life poured out. Make right. sure you're being intentional in everything. Nothing's promised. So make sure even Gianna, she, she lived a life poured out. She was already defining where people are like, oh, Kobe needs a son. And she was always quoted saying, I got this. <laughs> yeah. Girl power, yeah. I got this. I'm going to do what I need to do. And so mm -hmm. not even allowing what people want to consider uh, stereotypes or holds to define you or to hold you back. Live your life poured out at 12, 10, 30, 300, 99, yep. 88, 42, whatever, <laughs> but never allow those boundaries to stop, right? Yep. All right. Uh, Kathy says uh, it was the first shakeup and a shocker. It was the first shakeup. Like I said, I was, that was the first of many uh, crazy things that happened in 2020. So let's move on to the next thing that happened in 2020, which was 
Ahmaud Arbery shooting. That was in uh, February 23rd of 2020. And I'm sure we all remember that one. That one's the one that happened out in Georgia where he was uh, running through that, through that neighborhood. And uh, these two men right here chased him down in their truck. And it wasn't just them was gonna, two, though. Yeah. Remember, well, there was, there was a, a neighbor, one. too. Yeah. Was, <laughs> he got some of that justice, yeah. too. Yeah, there was a third one there that was uh, was trailing behind, filming the, filming the whole thing. That's how we, mm-hmm. how the world found out about it. And, uh, yeah, they tried to enact their own brand of justice. And, uh, you know, when it came to light, um, all of us outside of that community raised hell, right? Yeah. Brought that brought yep. that evil to the light, right? So, yeah. Uh, what what do you think when 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 you saw and heard about that? Mm. I it, it's I think for me again there's kind of been a series of unfortunate let me sneak a series of unfortunate events. Um, there was the grief and again the double standard that we mm. often see that our community, um, many of our communities are are crying out about and and. I'm grateful that there are many, many agencies and many, many people that are now listening and beginning to develop a response. And there's still some agencies that are very tone deaf and are are, are neglectful in seeing the bigger part and that trickles down. And so, and then it trickles back up. So I, I, I was broken. Yeah. I was yeah. broken. Like it, it was, it was, it was it was really sad. It was it was harsh to watch. Um, yeah, and that, I that was that another thing that we trauma porn. Yeah, that was another thing in, in 2020 that we got to see with our own eyes. Uh, you know, because somebody recorded it, and uh, there were some other incidents that happened. You know, prior to 2020, and and uh, some in 2020 that we'll talk about as well. But yeah, just seeing all this happening before our eyes. You know, it's you know back in the day they used to call these snuff films that you know they wouldn't allow it, but now. We can all see it, you know, for better or for worse. We can all view this stuff. So, yeah, that was tragic. Next thing that happened in 2020, um, Jackie Green says, thank God for Detective Green. Hi, <laughs> Mama. <laughs> Hi, Mama, Mama Green. <laughs> yes, yes, we, we, we agree on that one, Mama Green. Thank you, <laughs> Bishop Green. Uh, next thing that happened here on uh, in 2020, Harvey Weinstein was arrested in uh, in February on February twentieth, twenty twenty. Yeah, he had uh, some issues to say the least. Um, what was your reaction when about that story when that came out? Um. So I again, I know I I have zero, like, yeah. It was it was a long time coming and a long a, a long time needed. Him, Epstein, R. Kelly, um, mm-hmm. Bill Cosby, all of these these things, and um, it really deals with the rape culture that we have normalized. And um, in my opinion, the over sexualization of a lot of things, which then makes us very numb and um, detached to basic human values and, and human dis- decency. And that also spurred the Me Too movement. And so yes, I, I think that um, it, it only confirmed, again, like we said earlier, 2020 exposing and, and America's panties mm-hmm. is showing because they weren't the first ones to do no. it. 
they just are now finally the ones that are being held accountable. There's a lot of folk, a lot of um, everyday and high earning, a lot of political figures, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> governmental figures that should be in the same boat as him. Right. And they wield their power because, you know, they got money and power uh, to kind of skate the system. But uh, Claudia Nahara on Facebook says 2020 exposed a lot of hypocrisy in our political leaders on all sides. And it is hard not to be skeptical of anything they say or suggest now. It's true. So true. So true. So true. So, and I think know. that's also why we've seen um, such a division in our nation, because people don't know what to trust or who to trust. Um, they've done our, both sides of what should be our leadership have done, um, a, a disservice to the people and their, their need for power or agenda has superseded the need for humanity and yep. fixing the issue. So mm -hmm. yeah, that, absolutely. That, that was well said. Yeah. Crystal, G, uh, Crystal D agrees. Uh, yes. Speaking the truth. Yes, ma'am. Uh, next thing to happen, it seemed like so much happened in 2020 and we, we haven't even got, <laughs> we had a whole decade in one year. <laughs> we ain't even got to March. <laughs> Good Lord. But the next thing to happen in 2020 was, uh, the Breonna Taylor shooting that happened in March, March 13th to 2020. I'm sure we all remember the story that, uh, uh, PD out there in St. Louis, uh, went into her house with her and her boyfriend and With uh, no, no notice, no, you know, no knock warrant. And uh, what some of those facts are in dispute um, of whether or not uh, they heard when they were knocking or they didn't knock. And then, you know, the police came in and met her in the hallway uh, with the boyfriend and the boyfriend, you know, fired off around and they returned fire, uh, killing, uh, killing Brianna. Uh, you know, some people say she was in the bed when it happened. You know, some people say that she was in the hallway. Um, that, that was a controversial thing. That was one of the straws on this back of 2020 that uh, eventually broke that we'll talk about as well. But uh, what were your feelings on, on Breonna Taylor? I was angry. I think I was more angry at the end when the only verdict um, was that when they shot the first of all, the officer, not the sergeant. Mm -hmm. Not, not, not any of the supervisors, but the, the patrol officer who was following the lead, right. um, was the only one indicted and it was for reckless endangerment, not for yes. murdering Brianna, right. but for right. reckless endangerment because one of the bullets went In the straight. next apartment. Right. right. And, um, the unfortunate part of this case is number one, the media really had has has not had integrity in 2020 and in, in a couple of years but 2020 has really just they everybody been shown they but as my grandma used to say you can show your tail <laughs> yeah, right so it. um because of that there were so many skewed facts and so many um missed things and i i i think what does a lot of departments and in injustice but i understand the process because um there is a process and we could talk about that if our listeners have a question um, when investigations occur, everything isn't put out there. It's the same thing with any other case. However, the media will then go in and dig up what they want to dig up and decide who the villain is. 
Right. regardless of the victim, right? So we saw that in Travion Martin, where they made the issue that Travion allegedly had um, been drinking alcohol laced with, 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 that had like the purple syrup, if you will. Mm-hmm. And then, and, you know, they tried to make him a bad person, but the reality is he's a kid walking home and he defended himself yep. and uh, George murders him because he gets overpowered, right? right. So but with the media, they, 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 they make the choice of who's going to be bad, who's going to be good. And so in this case, Brianna, nothing good was said about her, although her life was good. There was a post that last year around Christmas, she said, man, I hope next year, which would have been this year, I could have some kids to, to celebrate mm-hmm. with. And so for mm-hmm. me, I was angry that this woman, this kind woman, this first responder, this this young lady was being defined by a relationship that the media established, not necessarily that we heard from her. And in the case, you even have where the DA's office goes and offers the suspect that they were looking for, not Brianna, not her boyfriend, yeah. but the suspect that they were looking for, they offer him a deal. Now, mind you, he's looking at some time. And they offered him probation if they would just implicate Brianna, if he would just say she did. And for me as a first responder, for me as someone who loves justice and law, it made me angry because it brings a discreditation to everyone else who is out here busting their butt and working and waking up every day saying, I'm going to serve my community because we are here. We are here. We are working. We come out with the best of intentions. And yet these individuals and really there's a system and a culture over there. When you see stuff like that, there's a culture um, Mm -hmm. in the department and things that need to be fixed, reformed, whatever, reimagined. It needs to be dealt with. Yeah. That allows this behavior to continue. I said what I said. Don't at me. I don't. It is what it is. I didn't. I I joined law enforcement, you know, to make a difference. And I'm going to call out dirt dog wrong and i'm going to stand up for what is right that was wrong that was wrong okay the next wrong thing that happened in 2020 and we all know this is the straw that broke the camel's back george floyd that happened on may 25th of this year um we all know what happened there uh derek chauvin officer chauvin in minneapolis pd uh was holding down mr floyd by the uh, patrol car there and he had him his knee Mr. Floyd's neck and Mr. Floyd was even calling out. I can't breathe. Started calling out for his mother. And there was a crowd there that was filming the thing and they pleaded with the officers to let him up, let him up. And officer Chauvin wouldn't. So we all know what happened there. Uh, George Floyd was choked and he died there uh, before the first, before the EMTs got there. And that kind of sparked everything from there with BLM, right? With the protest, that happened from from coast to coast. We we certainly felt it here in California, uh, all the way from something globally. that happened in, in Minneapolis. Yeah, global, globally. Yeah, definitely. Response. Yes, because uh, you know we had we had uh, people to say enough is enough, right? We had mm-hmm. uh, people all over the world, uh, you know, protesting against injustice, and that was Australia. That was in 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 England. That that was in in Asian countries. That you know. It, it was just a lot. It was a lot. And uh, just to see it before our very eyes, you know, right in front of us, man, I don't know. It's- it, uh, I think that it, it leveled 
a lot of, um, it isn't new, unfortunately. What no. happened to Mr. Floyd is not a new thing, but what it did was very much um, like, like, like the march in Selma, like um, the protest in Chicago, um, like many things we had seen before, it televised the ugliness. It is a forever stamp in America, but what it also did was put a visual to the ugliness that many people dismiss um, and try and minimize um, because they don't want to believe right. the, the, the giver, right? So it made it real. You you can't ignore you can't ignore these bruises. You can't yeah. ignore this funeral. This yes. is real. This was over a counterfeit twenty dollar bill. A handcuffed man, right, was murdered and choked out and cried out for his dead mother. Yes, yes, murder. So you know all this sparked you know to defund the police. Uh, this is the sort of thing that police officers are supposed to, you know, here in California, you know, uh, they enacted the the, 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 escalation, not only that, but the duty to act, you know, to intercede, uh, that we all had to sign off on, on our departments here. And uh, I'm sure across the nation, you know, things that we were already doing. Cause I saw that myself, you know, and they had that, remember that one officer that they were all yelling at saying, you know, why don't you get him to stop, make him stop. I mean, if, if Shoffman wasn't going to stop, the, the other officers had a duty too. I know there was a trainee there that said something and, you know, and they told him to shut up, but you still had a duty to act, to act. Right. Um, I personally haven't seen anything like that in, in my day working. Um, and at any rate, if that were to happen, you know, I could just say, Hey man, you know, lay up, you know, let me take care of this or, or what have you. That didn't happen there. And if, if one of those other officers would have stepped up, you know, Mr. Floyd would still be here today. So you know, it's, it's just crazy that, you know, we had to go through this and we're still going through this. It's unfortunate we yeah. may still go through it again. Yeah. So, all right. Next thing that happened in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> NASCAR bans the Confederate flag. That was on June 10th of this year. You know, I'm not a NASCAR you know what's, fan. What's kind of funny is in 2018, I think it was 2018, the big thing was Kaepernick. Was it 2018 or 2017? Yeah. Kaepernick kneeling. Yeah, yeah, right around that time. Like yeah. That was the big, that, that, not necessarily taken away from, the, I know there were other things, but that was the issue. Well, well this, yeah, that's more going back that. to the, yeah. Yeah, that's and more now, going back to the George Floyd and all that. Yeah, yeah. And now we're here and I, had we had just dealt with things, it's exhausting. Isn't it though? Isn't it though? So, and dealing with this NASCAR thing, NASCAR. like say, you know, the, 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 the two of us, I'm sure we're not NASCAR fans, but you know, you had to be told in 2020 that Confederate flag isn't probably, there was a, uh, I think it was Mississippi also had uh, the, uh, the Confederate flag on their logo. And in 2020, they just, they just got rid of it. You know, it's a shame that in 2020, you know, other people see it as, as they don't see it as we see it as something that was not advantageous to us as black people during the civil war during, well, during that it, time in the south first of all the confederate flag is 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 a racist symbol let let let's any case anybody else don't know cuz i had a training officer um want me to traffic stop a truck uh with a big confederate flag 
uh, on the back of it late at night, and we had, I, and I was like, you, oh, I didn't know that. And I'm like, he's like, I thought it was just an American flag. Nah, boo-boo. Yeah. This is the flag of the losing team. Mm-hmm. The losing team that was willing to succeed, unpatriotic, the unpatriotic yes. losing team that was willing to succeed from America and spill the blood of their own children so that they could own, so that they could continue to be human traffickers, yes. so that they could continue to rape and pillage a race of people they deemed inferior to themselves for the profit of sugar and cotton. There is nothing wonderful. The only place that flag deserves to be is in the museum, museum. under the losing team, or burning in somebody's fireplace. Period. Indeed. Indeed. And shame on NASCAR for not dealing with it sooner. Yep. Shame on anybody that has it in their house still other than a simple historical fact. There's no no need. You're unpatriotic. I said what I said. And, and you see those trucks and, and those cars rolling down the street, you know, flying it in 2020. That's, that's too much. Too, too much. much. Next thing. Period. Period. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Period. <laughs> uh, next thing that happened in 2020. Rayshard Brooks. The Rayshard Brooks shooting in 2020. Uh, if you remember that one, that was with the uh, officers in Atlanta. They stopped Mr. Brooks for a DUI and he apparently was DUI and they went, uh, they went in to arrest him for the DUI and got into a scuffle and, uh, up to this point. They were lawful. They were justified. Um, he overpowered the two of them that, you know, that's another topic that we'll talk about training of these officers, but he overpowered both of them, got one of their tasers and ran off. Okay. So <clears throat> one of the other officers saw that uh, his partner's taser was, was taken from him. And as uh, Mr. Brooks is running away, he shot Mr. Brooks in the back a couple times. And uh, that sparked a number of protests nationwide, uh, most uh, effectively in Atlanta in the, in the Wendy's parking lot where that happened. Um, this, that, that was a crazy incident too. I mean, we, we weren't me there. We weren't there. One. Um, it's not as clear cut. And so let me, let me preface this. So you all understand what I'm saying. Um, the video shows as he's running away, him raising mm-hmm. the taser to shoot and it fires and it fires in the direction of the officer's face. And so you have to understand what we refer to as use of force continuum and also when to use use of force. And so um, even though a taser in itself, when deployed correctly, is not a lethal weapon, it can have lethal consequences when it is deployed and it hits. So had the taser hit the officer in the eye or Um, that time of being decomposed would have been enough time for that subject to come and shoot on him and his partner to take their lives. That is where that part comes in, that gray area. Yes, in and of itself, a taser, holding a taser, no, but can it, it's the same thing as someone having a bat. It's not a gun, but you can knock me unconscious and thus kill me. So there are those things that are measured in, in as an officer that you're looking at and you're judging when you make these split second decisions. So totality I am, circumstances. Yeah, yes. So it's a totality. So yes, uh, Crystal, it's not, nec- it's not a lethal weapon. And so I, I don't know all the details of it, but it is a gray area 
um, with with that situation in that moment. Um, yes. And because he turned and the officer fired. Um, and But he, he fired after the taser was deployed. He turned and did that. So I don't know it, what, what it looked like to him at night, whatever mm -hmm. else. Um, it, it's and, a very hazy situation. And I, 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 yeah. In this particular situation, you know, our tasers in our department, we have the one shots, right? There's other departments uh, around us. And apparently in Atlanta, they have the two shot. So yeah, I heard that argument that, you know, was he shot the taser. He was done. Right. So he, sh you know, the officer shouldn't have shot. No, there was another shot in there. There was another taser cartridge. dart in there. There's another cartridge, another dart in there. So, yeah, I mean, that was that one sparked a lot of outrage, a lot of protests as well. Um, it's crazy, crazy. But it was another straw that broke that camel's back in 2020. And here's the other part of that, too. You have to also frame in the officer's mind this gentleman, this subject also had overpowered both of them. So we know that he was drinking. But as an officer, at the point that you overpower two people, yes, there are training issues and things like that. However, um, with that, are there other things on board? Did this subject, and I don't know that he did, so I am not saying that, but I'm trying to help you understand the mindset of the officer. Mm -hmm. The fact that he could overpower me, now that kind of escalates the, the, the level of force that I'm going to use to effect an arrest. Um, and so the goal is to effect an arrest. However, as things transition and they morph and things change, they escalate and it changes from just the arrest now because now he's in public, that Wendy's was full of people, there was a line full of people, all of that, and he has the weapon of the officer. So it escalates now the process and the mind and the tools that we have available to us. Right. Again, we are not saying this was justified or unjustified. We just wanna give a, a perspective of what could have been going through the officer's mind and what is another perspective from a law enforcement. You don't have to agree with it. That is just part of the training though. Yeah. Yep. Next thing in 2020, we kind of talked about uh, him before uh, Jeffrey Epstein. He was arrested <laughs> on July 2nd. We, we don't have to rehash that, but that did happen in uh, 2020 in July. Uh, we talked about Weinstein before that. So uh, don't want to beat a dead horse there. We, we got the gist of that. Next thing that happened was in July 13th, the NFL and NFL team drops its racist name and logo. That'll be the, the Washington football team, which they call themselves now. The Washington football team, that's their name. But uh, if, if, if you recall, uh, the Washington Redskins, as they were once called, they, there was a controversy going on years and years at the in the Native American community that you should they should not have that name. It's a racist name. Redskins is obviously a racist name. Can you imagine uh, a team? Be called no, the Black I cannot. Skins. The Blackskins, right? <laughs> I right. cannot. It no. is a very no. racist name. And even with the owner saying, I'm not going to change it and yes. all that. Daniel shame Snyder, on you yep. for not being prepared. And shame yep. on the rest of America who thinks that a, a group of people should be um, stereotyped and embarrassed and, and, you know, oh, everybody's politically correct. No, right is right. Wrong is wrong. Right is I right. Think, yep. You know, like uh, I think what, what America is realizing is that a lot of stuff they've been doing has been uh, just backwards and wrong. And now you're being called to the table and you're not used to it. And you're being called to the table um, by everybody as opposed everybody. to just the one, because everybody is now uniting voices saying, I don't like this. I don't want you making sexual jokes. 
I don't want you making jokes or stereotypes about me based on my religion or my it, my my um, sexual orientation or my uh, race or any of those things. It's not okay. And you're being held to the carpet. And so it's not that people are more sensitive. It's that people tired of your BS mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> and let it echo <laughs> around the world. <laughs> Accountability. Accountability. Carla Green says, this is so good. Appreciate you on YouTube. Appreciate you. Uh, Charzalita Nixon says, very good. Uh, She's watching us on YouTube. Charletta, okay. Charletta. Uh, All right, thank you for joining us here. And uh, next thing to happen in 2020, John Lewis dies. Good trouble, y'all. Let's get in some good trouble. Listen. Let's get in some good trouble. Yeah, let's get in some good trouble. Yeah. So uh, we we all know John Lewis. He he was a pioneer in uh, in the movement back in the '60s. Uh, he marched with Martin Luther King in Selma, Selma, Alabama, and a bunch of those a uh, bunch of those communities down there in the South, right? Uh, for for uh, for rights of Black folks back then, the right to be treated as a human being, to vote, and all that. Um, he was then elected to the Senate. Office, yes, he, he ran, ran for, for office, office. He was elected to the Senate. And, uh, you know, also he uh, received a presidential medal of uh, of freedom from uh, President Obama a few years ago. So, yes. He's a good man. A good preacher. Yes. What's your thoughts on uh, Senator John Lewis? Um, Obviously grieved because that's a huge loss um, with with all of that. But he lived a life poured out. Um, And I think that at some point we have to pick up the baton at some point that you know we 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 want to rest on the shoulders of people who have already gone before but they went before so we could run after it's like the track meet you know when you yeah. leg one leg two three four yep. he, he done ran about four legs four times over <laughs> it's time right? for us to jump on and go forward and it's not comfortable i mean he was a he was a preacher right so but but now he's imprisoned. Now he is on the other side of the law. And for all intents and purposes, his reputation is tarnished. But his his conviction and his purpose, his destiny was bigger than being defined by reputation. So for all of our mm-hmm. listeners, you know, understand that your destiny and your journey is much bigger than this moment. It's bigger than 2020. Take take the lessons of 2020 to get in some good trouble. Absolutely. And uh, yes. Gloria Brodus says, uh, good troubles necessary. We miss them. Yes, absolutely. So, and, and like Lizzie said, we got to pick up that baton and keep running with it. Can't be stagnant. Can't be stagnant. There was a couple of good specials. For those of you all who don't know who John Lewis is, there were a couple of specials. I don't think we can give specifics to companies, but there are, if you Google it, you will find several shows and movies made about his life uh, recently that were excellent and, and will yeah. give you insight into him and who he was. Yeah. I saw a couple on Netflix. So yeah. Okay. So Netflix yeah. had a couple of good ones. Go. I'm sure we could say, yeah. <laughs> Try to be good. Try to be good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. The next thing to happen in uh, 2020 is uh, major league baseball started their season on July 23rd, 2020. To no fans, no fans in the stand. So they started uh, spring break, uh, spring training. And uh, this kind of boils down to, you know, the two of us, we both have you know kids that were in, in high school, uh, both graduated and, you know, dealing with kids. Now I still got one in high school now. And, and, you know, so now they're all, they're distance learning. 
Yeah, Colleges are distance learning. Colleges too. You know? Yep. Our sons Those are big milestones. No homecoming. Yeah, yes. And no sports. And, and that's right. what I was, was leading up to on this. No sports for these kids. You know, the, the pros, you know, they worked it out. They got, they had bubbles and all that. Um, but these kids in high school, um, they lost Music out on that. programs. Yeah. Yeah. All of that. You know, it's, it's terrible, but, you know, it's something we had to do. I, I know there's other parts of the country that are actually still in session. I don't know if they're competing in their sports, but uh, out here in California, you know, we haven't had any school since since March a lot, uh, earlier this year. And, uh, you know, part of that is, you know, the sports programs. Uh, they're just now getting back, but there's no competition. So, you know, you, you, you got a senior that was looking uh, to be looked at by some some colleges, you know, football, basketball, track, what have you. Uh, they didn't have that competition. Yeah. Sad. Well, in some schools, like I know Arizona, they reopened and yeah. had partial, but then like at, you, you'll see in some areas it opened and it didn't. So I think you have that, that frustration and especially like for younger kids, they don't get that connection and the interaction um, of learning just basic skills. I think we are appreciating that. But I also think parents learned um, to appreciate teachers and educators because they got stuck home with them kids that they've been sending, getting <laughs> right. discipline, right? So and, and, and um, now they know they, they, they were some badass kids all along. Right. <laughs> Yeah, folks had to raise their own kids and they didn't like it. But uh -huh. I also think that 2020 made families spend time together, you know, because um, we ain't going nowhere. So we, we, we don't have to work it out. So you reconnected by playing games again. Um, it took away the hustle and bustle of work. And parents got to be parents and kids got to be kids and families actually were home in time to enjoy time with their kids and do projects and crafts. And yeah. I, I know that COVID was going, but I do feel like there was still also a better, uh, um, a sense of relief for some in, in some areas, but there was also coupled with a strain of where am I, how am I going to pay my bills? Mm hmm. Yep. Yeah, baby kids. Exactly. Baby kids, yeah, they they they, they know. They learn them. <laughs> they had to be with them kids twenty four seven. Now they know. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. We got we got to say this too. Uh, in twenty twenty, the Raiders went to the Vegas. You know. Oh. <laughs> Raider Nation, <laughs> <Just> a... <laughs> baby Noel. <laughs> yeah, stay in Vegas. Stay in Vegas, and you know, to stay on this topic about uh, MLB, the Dodgers won. The Dodgers won yes. uh, this, this season, this year. So, you know, us out here in SoCal, we we want to thank the Dodgers for bringing that championship back home. The first time Fun since fact. 1988. Dodgers were the first MLB team to integrate when they were in mm -hmm. New York. So, yes, yes. I'm always going to be a Dodgers fan. I'm very excited about them. Yes. I love the Angels, but I'm going to be a Dodgers fan. Yes, shout out, shout out to all educators. Yes. We appreciate school, you all. I know that. Yolanda says, uh, we teachers rule. I guess you're a teacher. All right. Thank you for what you do, Yolanda. Appreciate you. Thank you. Yeah. Next thing that happened in 2020, sticking to sports, uh, the NBA resumed its season on us. Uh, in the uh, bubble. July 30th. In the bubble at Magic Kingdom, Disney World in Florida, in Orlando, Florida. Uh, who who so was the cat that touched the microphone and kicked it off? That was a uh, <laughs> dude from Utah. <laughs> I can't think of his name right now, but uh, yeah, somebody, one of our listeners uh, of our viewers will probably check that out for us. But uh, yeah, that was Rudy Corbet. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Rudy, whatever his name is. Yeah. He, Rudy, Rudy, yeah, Rudy. yeah. He's, he's the one who set that off for, for the jokes go bad. 
Go Bear, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so so they, you know, they 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 played uh, the NBA played most of the season up to that point, up to March, and then they were on lockdown like the rest of us. And then they had to resume their season at some point. They resumed it back in July, and we all know what happened there. The Lakers won that championship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. You, you know what else and, happened and crew? too? What was that? When they came back, they had the New Jerseys in the bubble. Okay, yeah. So going back to the protests and, and, and BLM and all of the other things, even there was a social responsibility for many celebrities. And a lot of people began to speak out too. You know, like it, it just, it, it, yeah. it went much bigger yeah. than anybody yeah. anticipated. Yeah, that that's yeah. gonna bring us that's gonna bring us to our new our next topic here. But let me let me flash that one more time, Lakers. Yeah, we look go. at LeBron looking cool. <laughs> and he has yeah, a very our season just started too. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. many of many of our many of our celebrities were really donating and trying to offset um, a lot of the hardships that our small businesses and families are feeling during this time. So shout out to all of our philanthropists and. Um, our secret givers and and all of that. Indeed, doing it without the spotlight, right? Yes. Yeah. And uh, that brings us to our next thing that happened in 2020. The Jacob Blake shooting that happened in Wisconsin, um, outside of Wisconsin. Um, This is the incident where the police out there uh, were were called to some incident, some sort of domestic incident. It was a domestic, uh, and I think he he was actually trying to separate what was going on and he was walked away right yeah something like that i'm I'm not sure if he was if he was part of it but at any rate the police got there and they ordered him uh you know to separate to try to detain him uh he broke away from them tried to enter his car where his where his kids were and as he reached down to get into the car the officers Sounds like they thought, yeah, they thought he was reaching for a weapon or something and they shot him right there in the back. So that that sparked a a bunch of other protests that happened out there in Wisconsin, uh, including this man right there, Rittenhouse, that came across the border to uh, to help protect some stores, as he says. He's a teenager. Gentlemen, because I feel like this is a wonderful teaching lesson. Um, Okay, Again, going back to training. and, and so just shedding some light as to why a lot of people had issues with it. One, they had been fighting with uh, Mr. Blake on the floor, on the ground, and he gets up and he walks to a car that is full of children. And so one of the controversies was if, in fact, the officers were in fear, why did they allow him to walk and why did they stroll behind him as right. he got to the car full of children? Um, if right. they felt that there was that need. And so that goes back to training. Also, now they did they did have him either a gunpoint or a taser point as he was what, you know, I had some pictures there. Uh, saw, I remember seeing that, you know, they had him at right. gunpoint or taser but point as he was walking back to, to the car. The car. They allowed him. Yes. What they right? should have so done. Like for me, if I'm fighting with somebody on the ground, yeah, fight you're, with not yeah. you're not getting up. You're not getting up. And you're not making it to a car full of children if I if I feel that there's that. And so that's why there was a controversy. And that goes back to the training. Um, And I will say this, California, um, I believe it's California, New York and Texas have the highest training standards. And I think California being number one um, in training and de-escalations. And so I think what we are going to see is quite a bit of reform 
in training standards. Um, it is not the same across the board. Let me say that again. Not. What you're required to do here in California, you're not required in other states. It is why um, California very rarely, I, I only know of one person that did not go to a California academy that was able to test and to get hired. If you come to California from another state, they mandate you to go through the academy here because of such the difference in our training and, and um, the requirements for that. So understand why it's so important. Understand also why the budget is so high um, for law enforcement. A lot of that goes towards training. Um, so yeah. I would encourage those that are saying defund or reform or reimagine any of that, and I'm not knocking it, please educate yourselves on our systems and our training and why we do what we do, the science of it and all of that so that um, you can have an informed decision as to re in, in regards to tools or whatever else you're looking at um, when you want something to go or stay, you understand the why. Yeah. And I think that a lot of times that that part is missing from a lot of things. We saw that in L.A. They took all of the ARs. And then when we had the big um, bank heist, right. they didn't have a, an ability to defend themselves because the process for getting certain uh, weapons and things like out. that assigned, yeah, it was too hard and there wasn't enough. And so all these people, including civilians and officers, were murdered with two people who understood that. So understand the repercussions of going too extreme one way or the other without having an informed decision. Absolutely. Absolutely. Next thing that happened in 2020. Oh, oh wait, we didn't talk about oh. Kyle though. We didn't talk about Kyle. Oh. We didn't talk we about the little boy. We didn't talk about little boy blue. Let, let's go back then. So uh, Mr. <laughs> Kyle Rittenhouse. How bad is this? Yeah, he uh so so this story is that uh during the protest that happened as a result of Jacob Blake and all the other ones that were going on in the nation at that time, he he decided he needed to defend, I think it was his uncle's store or something like that. He, 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 well his he mama drove him down. Yeah, his, his mama, mama drove him to help defend the rights help defend of the store. People. Right. And so he came down with his AR and he helped defend the store. Mind you, he's only what, 17? He was only 17, right? So if my son, and I'm sure your son as well, say, hey, mom, hey, dad, can you drive me down to this other state, you know, to, let's say Arizona, so I can go help defend Uncle so-and-so store? Well, you know what I'm going to say. Boy, sit your butt down and, you know. First of <laughs> all, and then whatever, after right? he shoots at people. Yes. This was the so, kicker. After he shoots at people, he walks up to the officers who are so fixated on what they believe the problem is. They completely ignore that this explorer, this minor explorer mm -hmm. is walking around with an AR and they say, hey, kiddo, go home. Go home. Get out of here. And everybody, and you can hear on the video, they're saying he's shooting. <laughs> but <laughs> I did, I said, again, <laughs> training is huge. Yeah. <laughs> yes, little boy blue. <laughs> Look, I just, mm. oh, oh, Lord. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh Yolanda says on Facebook, may you please educate what does it mean when they say defund the police? Thank you. All right. So there are several definitions depending on who you talk to. The ones that I have found most prevalent, there's two. There's defund where they say completely abolish police officers as is. 
and create community groups and resources um, to respond to those issues um, and take the monies that are funny. So for law enforcement, they are funded through cities, through the taxes or the payment of the citizens of the city. So if you have a city agency, they're police. If you have deputies, they are county funded, but it still comes out of the city's budget. The other part of defund the police is take the monies that are allotted to law enforcement and and repurpose um, them to education, right. to housing programs, and other things like that. So the um, and then there is the reimagining, which is focusing on um, training, focusing on different responses. How do we address? Um, implicit bias and systematic systemic racism within various agencies? Um, and how do we allocate monies? How do we force cities to allocate monies to programs that focus on prevention? Or how do we give money to police departments to focus on prevention and community policing? Right. Um, so that's what it is. Uh, we, I think we gave our opinions on that, I, I, yeah, a while ago. Uh, what's yeah. your opinion, Dale? So, <laughs> How well, you I feel think, about it? <laughs> oh, man. So defund the police. Obviously, you know, I'm working in the field like you. Uh, I want my job, y'all. Don't defend yeah, I, I, I know. I we, want my job. But, but, yes, things can be changed. Always can. We could always want change. Things need to be changed all the time. And that's what we advocate for. But things... You know, we need to be the ones that actually out there getting this training and, and responding to these things. Uh, you know, there, there's some kind of movement to have, say, like for these uh, these mentally Ill, Ill calls to have, you know, social workers. There are some departments where they respond with officers, but I know some people are out there with this movement to just have them exclusively respond to these calls. But what happens when they get violent? Right. Right. Then so I think that there's and, that part that they're not talking about. It's the happy medium, right. It's got to be that yeah. happy medium. So, you know, of course, some things can be changed and should be changed and should be worked on, obviously. But um, abolishing the police, uh, obviously, is not, you know, just human beings being human beings. There's always going to be somebody uh, that's going to be doing evil. And there's always got to be somebody to check that. Um, not saying that we are 100 percent right all the time because we're not. We're not. And we need to be called to the carpet on that as well. So, um, defund the police, it, 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 it encompasses a, a number of things, like you said, and. I'm just hope, happy to get the one that, you know, makes everything better for all of us, the police, the citizens, you know, my mama, my yeah. wife, my kids, yeah. you, everybody. So. So and and the other part that I think also you have to look at, too, is some of the funds that they're wanting to allocate to other programs. Traditionally, cities don't fund those things. So like education doesn't come out of the city's budget for public schools and things like right. that. Um, medical things don't come out of the city's budget. Not saying that it can't, not saying that city budgets can't be relooked at and reworked to allocate those things because I'm telling you, it is very important to have a city budget that is youth focused and elderly focused mm -hmm. as well as family focused. And the reason I, I separated that is if you have nowhere for your kids to go or no programs to help them or no way to, to fuse those that may not have the same, we all start at the, the starting line, but we know for a fact, everybody ain't starting the same way. Yeah, no. 
And so when you don't have anything to compensate or adjust or to help people to get to the finish line, you are going to see an increase in crime. We see cities like that all over the place. And so, yes, um, we, yes. we see that. But so I think that that can happen. But if you take away the monies it takes to fund your officers and pay matters, when you when you look at where a lot of these uses of forces are occurring or places where there's a lot of corruption in the departments, the pay scale, you're going to get what you pay for. So right. when you're defunding that, you're going to get what you're paying for. I go to work every day. Dale goes to work every day. Every officer goes to work every day with the understanding I may never see my family again. When I walk out this door, this could be it. Yep. It takes a special kind of someone to say, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to do my best for any and everyone, regardless of how they treat me. And and put my life on the line, regardless of who uh, they that's are. That's the kicker. That's the kicker. Right? Put your life on the so, line for people that you don't know, because that's what you you signed up for. I'm going to I'm going to meet people on the worst day of their lives every day by profession. Right. Because we don't get invited to the cookout. We show up on the worst day of people's lives. And so we, we have to have the funding to get the type of people that understand that and that not only understand that, but see people as human regardless of this moment. And so, yes, funding is important. But, yes, we, we have to have the officers that have the mindset to deal with it and have the heart to deal with it. Otherwise you're going to keep getting the same thing of what you're getting. Mm -hmm. uh, Reagan Davis on YouTube says funding is very important, but the willingness of officers to change is key. Exactly yes. what I stated before. Yes. And, uh, Charles, Charles, I've got some problems with that. Charles Zeta <laughs> says on YouTube. Thank you, Liz Dale and all officers who are doing the right thing in protecting us. I so appreciate you. Thank you. We appreciate you, you too as well. Kathy says praying for you every day. We appreciate you. Yes. And going back uh, again to uh, 2020. We're not done with 2020. No, we, we, we done. No, we're not done with 2020. We, <laughs> we move along. We move along. Chadwick Bozeman. Oh. Chadwick Bozeman. Yes. 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 We remember him. He's most known for, for his role as T'Challa, the Black Panther in that uh, Marvel movie. Uh, but he did some yeah. other movies as well. He played Jack. Yeah, Jeff they're Rock good. Forty two. Yeah. Um, yeah. Play, uh, recently, Ma Rainey was it James? Ma Rainey. James Brown. He played James Brown, yeah, right? James Brown. Oh, that was fire. Yeah, that was yeah, fire. So. But he played uh, Ma and Ma Rainey, um, Black Bottom Blues. It was great. Mm -hmm. It's based on the uh, August Wilson's play. Okay. Um, that was. It's on Netflix. It's a great one uh, to watch. He's just amazing. He was always very, um, very intentional in his roles. Yeah. Um, very intentional. And, and again, we're looking at a lot of people who lived a life poured out that passed on. He was very intentional in his roles and wanted to make sure the roles he picked were roles that would have a, a forever impact in a positive way. Yes. Yes. And, uh, you know, he didn't want anybody to know he was sick, first of all, when he was filming his last movie. Um, it's just, just a strong man, just a strong man. They noticed, you know, he was losing weight there, but, uh, you know, this is no one really you know, understood why no one understood why. So they thought maybe he was losing weight for, for a movie role. And, 
uh, unbeknownst to everybody, he was he was dealing with some sicknesses uh, that finally took his life. So, you know, we we appreciate everything you did, Mr. Bozeman and uh, Marvel already. You know, I'm a big Marvel buff there. If you can see all the stuff behind me here, uh, they already announced that they're, they are not going to recast the role of T'Challa for uh, Black yeah. Panther for the next movie. So uh, Wakanda forever, <laughs> such yeah. a, a strength of character. I agree. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see how to, how they move forward. I think uh, his sister in the movie Shuri is probably going to take the mantle. Uh, Marvel said well. there will be no challenge. <laughs> <laughs> and they they cannot bring back Anthony B. Yeah, to to play him. So yeah, yeah, it's going to be yeah. interesting. But uh, we appreciate well, everything you did might for be us. The new Black Panther, though, they might make the sister. They, that's what I'm just saying. So Shuri, in, in the comic books, she actually took over the mantle as Black yeah. Panther. So they're probably going to go that you route. Know, so. Black women save the world all the time. Yeah, all the time. All the time. Your superpower. Which, <laughs> you, you know that? On what, December 21st? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your superpower. All right. Moving on. Moving on. Uh, next thing that happened in 2020. RBG. RBG. Ruth Ginsburg. Yes, yeah, she, yeah. she passed away from this earth on uh, September 18, 2020. What was your feelings on uh, what uh, Justice what Ginsburg did for us? a phenomenal woman. Like, what a phenomenal woman. Like, yes. I, just her life. Um, there, there are several movies on Netflix. If you don't know who she is, you should get to know her. She was a phenomenal woman and a strong woman. And... Mm-hmm. Um, just her ethics, her her kindness, but the sharpness of her mind, unparalleled. We were so gracious to have her on our Supreme Court. Yes. What an example. What it what an exemplary woman woman to yeah. follow. Like definitely a shero for me. Yeah. And uh she became the first person to lie in state as a as a Jewish person here in the US. So yeah. Uh, she was a, she, she was will a be missed. Cookie. Yeah, yeah. You, as she, she got the no name, R- notorious yeah. RGB. Yeah, we yeah. all know <laughs> RBG. Yeah. And uh, last but not least, uh, let's let's move right along to what happened here at uh, the election of 2020 and uh, November don't, don't, don't. of this year. Don't. don't <laughs> I feel don't, like man. there should be sound effects. <laughs> wait, wait, wait a minute! I got one. I got one. <laughs> That's exactly yes, what it felt the election like. of 2020. I feel, like, I feel like we had the election like a thousand times, like Biden won right? seven times. Right? <laughs> it's like it's still going on today right now. Right. We all know that was uh, President Trump oh. and, Pre- and uh, President elect Joe Biden. Right. Yes. What? Yeah. What was your feelings on that? Everything, you know, a spur back to, you know, the BLM movement to go vote, vote, vote. Um, uh, yes. So voting was phenomenal. This was the yes. first year my son could vote and my nephew. That was super cool um, to go and have that journey where I remember him as a child watching um, at that time, uh, President Barack Obama get elected and he watched the whole cycle. So it was really, really awesome to watch that journey. And then now we're at the polls voting. He's now a young man getting ready to vote and have an impact. And so I was excited that whatever whoever you voted for, that America got off their butt in 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 cast their votes. Right in the right. midst of COVID, whatever's going on, it was enough that in the midst of COVID, folks was like, "No, no, no, that's enough." 
It's enough. Y'all done did too much. It's enough now. That's enough. For real. For real. <laughs> yeah. We showed up. Yes. Yes, we did. And, uh, you know, they still fighting the results, you know, in, in some states. But we all know, just like uh, Kristen says right here, Biden and Harris. That's what I wanted to talk about next. Um, the first African-American and Asian woman to be elected as the vice president of Bobby these United me. States. Yes. 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 I, What's I imagine about that. I wonder what mm-hmm. Shirley Chisholm is saying, like how amazing, like when you look at all of the forerunners and stuff and what an amazing moment to have. Um, I'm excited. I, I, you know, that it was just, it was pretty cool. Like in, in, in her video, we did it, Joe. We did it. <laughs> we did it, Joe. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm, I'm excited to see what that what what that whole administration is going to look like. Uh, it looks like Joe's, you know, he's tapping a whole bunch of uh, different minorities, different uh, women to be in his cabinet and, and key positions yeah. in his administration. So, you know, and I'm, she's I'm a excited. Howard University alum, so HBCU yes, alum. I'm super excited. She's from Cali, so. Um, mm-hmm. I'm glad that we have a voice there. So, and and I, I think that it'll be balanced. I just pray that the politics and agendas don't supersede <laughs> right, right. the need for our country to heal. Like I, I need everybody up there on the hill to get your lives together. And mm-hmm. remember, we're your bosses. You're there because we put you there, and clearly we put you out. Right. No doubt. No doubt. Get it together. Yes. All right. So uh, that's kind of the close here. We had Christmas and we had, uh, you know, we got the new year coming up here pretty soon. I want to say one thing that I'm happy for that, you know, that happened in, in 2020, uh, the rise of streaming. You know, it's, yes. it's one of those things that happened. Uh, we, we got the show, you know, Black and Blue, uh, which spawned Black and Blue Live, everything that y'all watching right now, um, spurred from that. And you, the, our first show, you know, I now have my, my my co-host here, you, Lizzie. But my first show was with you as a guest. And uh, I appreciate you and everything you did for that show to help help kick it off and agreeing to be my co-host and, you know, help give this show another layer. And uh, I'm, I'm excited for what 2021 is going to bring. I'm excited. I'm so grateful. I, thank you for taking a chance on me. <laughs> <laughs> I know you was like, Lord, yeah, needs, I don't know about her. Uh, <laughs> You know, she be saying stuff. <laughs> yeah, but you know, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. We forgot one more, one more significant thing. Alex Trebek, he passed yes. in 2020. Yes, Alex, and we had to check on all the black grandmas. That was that was they boo. <laughs> Alex Trebek was black yes. grandma's sugar daddy mm. boo, and they was feeling it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I've been doing some. I've been doing some uh, jeopardies and and paying tribute to to Alex Trebek on on the show here. So yeah, he 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 was an icon. Yeah, he ran that show for over twenty years. So that's a feat. Nobody gonna be able to take over for that. But somebody. You feel like twenty twenty pulled up a lot of things that were familiar to us. So Like like just everything, the way of life our education system, the people, our go-tos, Jeopardy, um, you know, like our, the things that we know, you know, they're no longer, they don't exist anymore. Right. Even right. our, even our democratic process, it ain't what we know anymore. Right. Yes, so yes. I feel like if anything else, 
2020 was the upheaval of what is familiar and all of us should be getting ready for 2021 for the unexpected and yep. kind of for the new. It's going to be new. It'll never yeah. be the same. Even if never we don't ever have to wear a mask again, it'll still never be the same because of the impact of this year. Yeah. You know, I was listening to something they were talking about, uh, you know, broadcast sports broadcasts in particular and, and all those other kind of broadcasts as well, where they used to have reporters on scene, you know, at the games doing, you know, all their, all their shots and, and, and even doing the game, you know, the play by play. And now those guys are doing it from their house. You know, they just got yep. the feed and they call in the game from their house. You know, these, these, these broadcast companies, they probably not going to go back after COVID. They're not going to go back to, you know, paying these, these broadcasters to travel across the country when they could just, they know it works now. They can call yep. the game from their own house and it sounds just as good as it did before. So things ain't never going to be the same. Effect. again. Yeah. Businesses are going to be cost effective now because yes. working from home, the, the digital nomad is, is now um, a, a realistic thing that, that, you know, working trend, uh, tele telecommuting or whatever, that is actually a norm. Um, and I think that we'll see a lot more of that. Uh, and you should know that seeing as you graduated with your master's <laughs> this year in yes, management. Thank you, thank yes, you yes, <laughs> thank congrats you to yes, you. Yes. So I just think that we're going to see a lot of, um, even though we may go back to some things, it'll never be the same. Yeah, that's going to be the norm. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think it, it may be a good thing. It will allow families, when you look at places like Sweden and Amsterdam, they have a better quality of life. Um, yeah. Because they value family and capitalism there is balanced. Right. It is not right. as unbalanced as it is here. Um, yeah. So that's a whole nother podcast. But we're going to deal with finances and stuff. But yes, yes. So thank, I'm, I'm excited for it. But I, I, you know, to be honest, I, I'm ready for 2022. I think 21 is going to be the cousin of 2020. So I'll wait for 22 to, to really turn you, you, it. You, you know, one thing that uh, people had to deal with with working at home. Dealing with yeah, them bad kids, baby kids. kids when you're trying to work and baby <laughs> kids when they're trying to work. <laughs> Where was Medea when you needed her? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. One, one none of that going to happen in my house. Let me tell you right. that. You know, I didn't have to work at home because, you know, I'm, I'm in blue. We got to be out there. But, uh, yeah, I appreciate uh, everything. Uh, this was a good, good year uh, in, in some respects. And, uh, you know, we're just going to keep growing next year in 2021. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to we're going to expand this black and blue. You know, I know the, the show's kind of concentrated on law enforcement, but we're going to expand a little bit with uh, other first responders as well. Uh, you know, fire, EMTs. Uh, and get get more civilians on the show as well to you know talk about different issues. So stay tuned uh, for that in 2021. And uh, Liz, you got any words to say on the way out? We love you all. We thank you for supporting us. For just uh, really, this is Dale's vision. So I'm just excited to be a part of this. Um, and and for his family, Liz, you don't get to see her in the background. We just appreciate you, Liz. Um, but to all of you, all, I just want to encourage you. You're not alone. Even though 2020 has been hard, you're here. So that means you are finishing. You are finishing well. We're going to kick the door in on 2021 and we're going to walk in it together. And we're going to weather whatever 2021 has together because we're Amen. family. Absolutely. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is our last and final show of 2020. We will hey. see you in 2021. Thank you, Glorious. This is Liz and Dale. Thank you for serving us in integrity. We appreciate you and continue praying for you and all who 
serve and protect. Thank you. And uh, Lynn Taylor says, Dale and Liz, we love you and grateful for your service to us. Thank you, Lynn. We appreciate you. And uh, we will see you all, Kristen. Uh, thank you both for all you do. Prayers up. 2021. Here we come. Here we come. All right. Hey, we'll see you guys in 2021. <laughs> <laughs> All right, for my co-host Elizabeth, my name is Dale, Black and Blue Podcast. We out. We'll see you in 2021. See you soon.